Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Kenny Heflin, and you are listening to Nude Radio. I am joined by one of my favorite Leos in the world, and uh, we're here to talk about some little travel, romance, prayer type shit. And before I get into it, of course, we'll have him introduce himself. We got... Hey, it's your boy, Javi, y'all's favorite Leo. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Well, Hobby, we still got to get to know you. Well, I know you, but of course, uh, the viewers and listeners will be able to hear and fall in love with you, of course. But today's little topic is based off one of my favorite movies of Eat, Pray, Love, starring Julia Roberts. If you guys have never seen that movie, please go see it. It's a documentary type movie in a way that it kind of just follows her around like you would think of course it's a fictional movie but it's kind of based off the author's real life and it follows a white woman of i'm glad you said it like that because my head i was like a white woman it's very (laughs) it's very much white woman privilege and she goes through a divorce And she figures out, you know what? I want to leave the country. I want to sell all my things and hit it to Rome to eat. And I want to love the Roman culture and everything about it. I want to learn Italian, of course. And then she hits it over to India to live in an ashram and, of course, do a lot of fucking yoga And then, of course, you have her love, which is one of my favorite parts of the movie, is when she goes to Bali and meets her soon to be husband. So we're going to go into it. We're going to we're going to get into it and stuff. And we're going to see exactly what's uh, our E-Pray love. And I think since, you know, Javi is our guest, I'll let him go first with his eat. And let's see exactly. I mean, like, Javi, what's what would you say is one of your 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 destination for your eat mm, everywhere because i love to eat um I, I if i had the opportunity to be to like travel like she did and um eat in one specific place though if i have to choose one place it would be japan because i love japanese food um i just i love the i love japanese culture in general but um yeah, the food is amazing. So I would have to head over to Tokyo first because I'm a city kid. So I would have to see the city and then I would like work my way around to some of like the smaller um, towns and absorb some of the culture and try, you know, like a different style cuisine that we're not privileged to have here, like in America. Cause I know over there, you know, everything's not just like sushi and um, Benihana. So. <laughs> Please tell me that you're going to have some ramen as well. Of course. Absolutely. They actually have, um, I watch a lot of YouTube. I've seen this video on YouTube where they have a private like dining experience. So you can go in and kind of like sit at the booth and mm-hmm. you just fill out the paperwork and you just lift the little lift and you just slide your order under and you never have to speak to like a waiter. You never have to speak to a chef. It's great for people who are introverts. I am not an introvert. Um, I'm more of an extrovert, but I do consider myself um, ambivert, if that's even a real thing. But um, I love to dine alone. Mm. 
and I, I would enjoy that experience greatly. So, yeah, I would love to go to Japan one day and really just see exactly like the culture. Of course, I I've had like plenty of friends who have been there so far and they love it. They love the fashion, the music, the food and everything. Just, of course, like the city life. It's uh, it's a huge city and it's so rich in entertainment and stuff. So I would love to experience that so I could see how you would like that. I think I would probably say with my love or not my love, but my eat, it would be Rome, similar to Julia Roberts character in the movie. I absolutely love pasta and I love Italian language and you know I mean I love it from the men with the dark features and the olive skin I like that whole little thing little hairy chest and shit Mm -hmm. I'm all here for it but other than that because I'm not there to eat the men which I mean you could eat a man you could you could eat a man there yeah and not like a cannibal but you know like eat the cakes but anyways I'm a stick to the food part, but I love anything tomato, uh, just marinara sauce the fuck out of me. Like I'm here for all of it. So Did you learn how to cook the pasta fresh yourself while you're there. I mean, obviously, I'm sure you would. Of course, like I would definitely learn how to cook the pasta, which I well, I know how to cook the pasta and the sauce because uh, I'm a bit of a cook, but I know how to do it from scratch. Uh, don't be coy now, because like you usually big yourself up about your, your dishes. And drinks. <laughs> well, they are delicious. I mean, it is what it is. Like I'm, I'm great at what I do, but I would definitely love to have just, um, just give me Italian food with red wine. I'm here for all of it. And of course, I could, you know, explore, you know, Italy as a country from the top to the bottom. So I would love to do that. But what would you probably say if you could with your prey, where would your destination be for your prey? Now, of course, remember hers was in India Mm -hmm. and she found just peace and light and all this beautiful stuff that most, you know, people I guess we'll find over there. I would hope so. Besides rats and cows that walk around freely, <laughs> but uh, they didn't show that part in that movie. But anywho, what would be your prayer area? That one is also tough for me. Kind of like with the food. Cause like, I don't like, I don't subscribe to one organized religion. Um, I was brought up Christian, but I don't, I don't really like subscribe to that right now. Um, I definitely identify as like a very spiritual person. And, um, I don't know. I feel like that I, I might have to stay in Asia as well because I went through this period. Um, I would never call myself like a Buddhist because I didn't really study it enough to call myself that. But um, I would probably have to stay in Asia. Um, I might end up in Indonesia, you know, and, and uh, I need to go see some uh, Buddhist temples, um, go speak to some monks and learn their ways. Mm-hmm. So I might stay over there in Asia as well. Um, for my prey, yeah. So in Indonesia, like, so I guess of course, like, yeah, it would be. Well, Bali's in Indonesia, but Bali is in, in, in yeah, it actually is. So maybe Bali, if if I have to pick one city, then yeah, I guess I would be in Bali. We're gonna stick true to the movie. Well, she went to India for the movie, right? For her prey, true. 
but she ended up in Bali for love. Well, I'm gonna be true. Okay, well, I'm gonna be in Bali for my prey. Okay, so yeah, I know a lot of people who have been going to Bali for like the last year and a half, mm. and I legit know like uh, I want to say about six of my friends have all went to Bali uh, between the years 2018 to 2019, and like one of my friends, uh, she went like super last minute. She like I think within two weeks she set she set it up and it was like a seven hundred dollar uh all expense paid Airbnb plus the flight and she said that she she had like a cabana and she got massages every fucking morning. And they have I know they they're big on like the floating breakfast, so if you ever follow like any of those travel pages or the not even just the black travel pages but like any of the travel pages online on instagram like you always see black people out there with their floating breakfast and Mm -hmm. living pretty lavish over there because the u.s dollar goes um pretty far my best friend she's been to bali a few times and i know her and her sisters ended up on travel noir but she told me that um because i haven't been before she said that they do get massages every day because it's about the cost of maybe five, six U.S. dollars. Mm. You can get an hour massage. So they got them every day. I would literally do. you? Oh, my God. Like I used to get massages every two weeks back in the day, and I need to start that back up. But of course, with the Rona going on, I don't think they'll be doing massages for a long time i don't know what you think not in los angeles but if you want to hop on a plane and go to texas or georgia or florida you know those southern states i think you can go and get a massage so where the numbers are spiking they're spiking here as well we're not even open isn't that crazy i mean yeah but like that but anywho (laughs) i i definitely would take advantage of that like i love a good rub down you know full body give me just hot stones and fucking detoxes like i remember getting like scrubs and stuff and like getting like a a fucking like foot detox uh where they like wrapped uh my feet up in like this hot amazing it was just this towel like and they had like the whole hot stone attached to like the the soles of my foot it was amazing it was a beautiful moment but i actually got that done in texas uh so yeah back when i lived in texas i'm it's a good spot mm-hmm. but where um, would you do your prey though would you you're, you're gonna do your prey in bali as well um i would say that i would go ahead and yeah you know what fuck it i'm gonna do my prey in bali i'm gonna do it in bali so i'm gonna meet you in bali we gonna have to pray together <laughs> meditate we can meditate together you know, I've been struggling with meditation, especially uh, during all this shit. Like, I have been trying to find my center of self and see exactly what that means, you know, and trying to, you know, level out all of my thoughts and make them either singular or just non-existent. So it's something, but I would definitely love to work on it in Bali. Like, I'm sure I would be more inspired, not saying that L.A. is not calm because it is, and especially in my neighborhood. but. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Bali would definitely be a, the best destination for a spiritual cleansing and just, you know, uh, Bali rains a lot and I love rain. Same. Oh my gosh, it's so peaceful. I love it. I mean, 
give me a storm like i i need that in my life storms are sexy i don't know about i feel like like a light rain or a medium rain is very peaceful it's calming it relaxes the soul if you're someone who like relates to water you know that's that'll definitely calm you out i feel like storms though that that gives me a different type of vibe but that's just me i don't know yeah like if it's not a storm then i love like if it's not you know like falling water or something like that then give me fire and brimstone that's also something that like really calms me to fuck out is fire and flames i love it but that's i mean i don't know it's just like my inner pyro coming out but you know i'm also like i said it's, you know i'm a sag uh hobby's a leo so we're both fire signs but for that very reason, I love fire. Like, I just like seeing shit burn up. And uh, I have to remind myself not to light anything on fire because I do live in Southern California. Yeah, we don't want any forest fire. We can't handle that right now. Not in 2020. Oh, my God. What if that's next? It's what already started. Wait, where's the, California's on fire? Yes. Where at? It's like over, uh, it's over in, uh, towards... Arizona, like Arizona right now is on fire, Colorado and uh, Primrose, California, I think I want to say, like Jesus. as of yesterday. You know what? I actually don't. I don't watch the news because um, I feel like anything major important, I'm going to hear it from everybody anyway. But I tend to keep away from that to like keep my peace because it's it's all negative and there's nothing happy. Like there's no positivity coming from news. I really don't watch anymore. I just stopped altogether since the Rona. See, I'm a news connoisseur, like, and sometimes it can get, you know, it can get extreme. It can get pretty negative, of course, with the Rona that's been out, you know, causing havoc across the country and the world. But I definitely need to stay plugged into everything at all times. But it kind of just helps me keep an eye out for my surroundings and also just my livelihood and others. But yeah, there's been fires going on. It's a little early uh, right now for fire season because fire season, obviously, you guys, it's uh, June right now. But fire season usually starts around like mid-July, definitely August, and runs until October, I want to say, here in Southern California. Like, it's just, it's nature. I mean, there's plants and, you know livestock that can't function well or grow without it burning up first so it's it's really interesting how it works it's it's a little nature life cycle whatever but that's that's coming but no i love i love fire it brings me peace can i say something that's like completely unrelated to the fire but that may be um that may be what's distracting you from being able to free and empty your mind when it comes to meditating. You're not able to, you have so much information going on. It might be information overload because you're watching CNN or MSNBC or whatever it is. You're watching on the news all the time and you have the technology. And when you meditate, you're supposed to be, you know, at peace and literally just empty your mind. So maybe if you just try pausing, pausing the news for like, I don't want to say a week, that might be too much for you. I don't know what you can handle. You know, for a few days and then, you know, you might be able to find your center and be at peace. See, I take in so much, but I'm never at the point where I get like overload. I mean, 
my mind is it's a supercomputer. It's crazy. Like it's it has been a detriment recently, of course, like late last year, just on like how it's just wacky and crazy and it's like a traffic intersection of a thousand cars per second. But I would say, you know, it's something that like I say, I think knowing a ton of things brings me peace. But it has like affected me in the past, like in the most recent past, especially with the coronavirus and stuff. Uh, I was taking in too much and I was looking at different states and looking at the infections and death rates and all that shit. It was a lot, but I had to like stop looking at that segment and just like key into like local news, which was, of course, important. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I get that from my parents. Um, well, what would so we had the prey so both of us would be in bali we could have a cute little cabana like next door because i'm not sharing (laughs) no because we can afford our own so yeah we could be next door with the double pools like our balconies open up into the pool and then mine's next door and yours is next to mine that will work if we were you know in another country of course i think bali would definitely give me peace and and give me prayer and all that stuff because uh i can't do any type of organized religion but i'm open to it i love all the look i love every religion i love different you know morals and standards that they set up and i love different types of ways that they practice things and i love like a different type of story that they all offer and at the end of thing the end of the day it really just centers around the same person overall like it's it typically is one main god they just call it by a different name so uh i would get my prayer from the environment the nature the experience uh and of course the animal uh life that would be my my thing and of course like i would definitely be masturbating in the wind okay. i cannot with you no, I love I love the rain. I love to crack open a window. And like masturbating in the wind. I sure do. Fuck do. Carry your kids off to greater pastures. Well, that would be crazy if my sperm took wind. Uh, that would be something. Now nah, that would be something. Guinness Book of World Records. They can write that down. That would be very supernatural. Very much. Ooh. See again, me being a movie buff like that is going off of like you know like panspermia, like. Wait, that's a movie? Well, they have movies about panspermia where, you know, aliens or an asteroid. Look, y'all might have y'all different views on how life started and everything. I'm a I'm a child of, of science and fiction. Look, it, you don't we don't motherfucking know today until we know. But if my sperm took wind and just like could you imagine like my sperm cells like blowing through the wind and impregnating women that's insane that would it would have to i don't even know how that would happen that's a movie for you my my nut would be like the airbender it would fall on a toilet seat a woman would sit on there and she would be that like point zero 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 one percent that gets pregnant from sitting on a toilet seat or just the fact that my sperm is flying which is not of normal physics 
<laughs> so we're already talking about some spiritual shit, okay? So it's gonna fly in her mouth and she's gonna get pregnant. I cannot. It's gonna like she gonna be at brunch talking and running her mouth and it's gonna end up on her lip and she's gonna lick it. But then she won't be pregnant. She'll just have her protein intake for the day. She gonna get pregnant anyways. <laughs> what is your love, sir? My love Ooh. My love would be the Spanish country, España. That's crazy. Well, I, I feel like we're going to eat, pray, and love together. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I love Spain. I'm obsessed. I love Spain. What do you love about Spain? Um, the culture, uh, not like, more so like modern, not the old culture, because, you know, the history of Spain. But, um... I, I think it's dope, uh, like with Spain, Portugal, and like Rome, all those European countries who used to like have the world unlock like thousands of years ago, and now they're like nothing. Um, but they're, they're beautiful tourist locations. Um, you know, you get to see the ruins, and you're like, oh, this was great one day. Now look at it. But it's pretty to look at. Um, I think Spain is just super dope. Uh, the food, obviously, uh, the language. Uh, the scenery, especially the countryside, is absolutely gorgeous. I've never been to Ibiza, Ibiza. Ibiza. I gotta do that lisp, that lisp, Ibiza. But um, I always wanted to go. I've been to Barcelona and um, Madrid, and they're beautiful cities. Um, but yeah, the countryside is uh, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, and I mean, like the Spain, Sp- the Spanish, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, they conquered some other lands, and they have some. They've created some beautiful people. <laughs> You know, like Puerto Ricans and um, Dominicans. <laughs> the problematic Dominicans. The problematic Dominicans. They fine. <laughs> they so racist. They are so racist and fine. <laughs> they be black and say they not black. It's so fine. <laughs> True. Well, I would say, you know, I would go back, you know, piggyback off of what you said with Spain. I first fell in love with Spain. Again, one of my favorite movies is Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Oh my gosh. I've only seen that once, but you know what? I don't remember it completely, but I, I know I saw that film. It's amazing. It's one of my faves of all time. Early 2000s, right? Yes. It was 2006, I want to say, if not 2007, but uh, that's where we had Penelope Cruz actually win an Oscar from that movie. It wasn't Blow? Nope. I'm I'm happy for her because you know they don't they don't do that for black people you know you gotta be like be a drug dealer or a crackhead or a prostitute or a slut or fucking psychotic to actually win your Oscar but that's that's dope that they gave it to her for that. Well, she was a crazy psycho suicidal bitch in that movie. movie. That was a good movie. Oh yeah. Okay, so I I don't recall that film. Well, she was you know. I know I've seen it though. Yeah, she was a very passionate, hot tempered. Latin Latina. woman. <laughs> so she probably hated being fucking stereo- stereotype or what do they call it? Typecast. She was definitely typecast for sure. And she she won the Oscar in that movie. But that is from one of my all time favorite uh, writers and producers, Woody Allen. Uh, we actually share the same birthday, December 1st. But is he a pedophile? Allegedly, it, okay. it, it, allegedly. it was alleged he's he's never been found guilty so yeah. we're gonna you know huh, we're gonna do it all because we don't know uh 
We'll know what really happened behind closed doors, but until he is proven guilty in a court of law, you know, Woody Allen is one of my faves, and uh, I love most of his movies for the most part. Not all of them, but... So, what about that film, mate, you, like, fall in love with Spain? Was it the cinematography? Was it the, the story itself that made you just say, like, yeah, I'm going to find some love there? So, it was the cinematography, because Woody Allen is a genius with that, and, that. yeah... Sure. It was the cinematography, it was the music, it was the Spanish culture, the language was rich, it was the way of life, you know, of course, all of Woody Allen's films. Same thing with Eat, Pray, Love, which is not a Woody Allen film, but you could have put it in there, but it it centers around affluent people who obviously have money to travel and stay in these beautiful resorts and villas and everything, and they're able to take advantage of the city that they're in at full cost. I love it, but it creates a dream for you. But I, I loved the story as well. It had a woman, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson's character, who's like a dreamy. She's a terrible actress. <gasps> she is. She's a terrible actress. Oh, we're not going to get on that. We yeah, love- her and Jessica Alba, like, I don't understand it. Honey was a, Honey was a bop, but I'm not still a terrible actress. You would put Scarlett Johansson next to Jessica Alba in the category of terrible actress. Yes. Are you fucking serious? One thousand percent. Like they are fucking terrible. Beautiful women, terrible actress. That's where we beg to motherfucking differ. No. No. Give me Amanda Seyfried, uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Those are those are good actresses. White actresses, I should say. Um, but she can't hold a candle to either of those two girls. I didn't name. Neither one of them, her or Jessica Alba, they can't outact the Amanda Seyfrieds and the, and the Evan Rachel Woods and um, the Meryl Streeps and, yeah, the girls that have rain, rain. What would be... Okay, so with your love, uh, so you said Spain. So I would say, again, the same thing, but... I just look forward to going to Madrid, Barcelona, you know, Alicante, Ibiza, Valencia. I have a bunch of, I have about six Spanish friends who live in Spain at this moment right now. And I was supposed to have been visiting them this time around, but 2020 rolled around, but 2020 came around and corona happened and i was supposed to have been literally bouncing around from europe from april until june were you going to be on your e pray love tour or were you going to be on your ho tour it was going to be both okay balance i like that i like that i try to balance i like that i it was going to be my international ho tour and i was going to hit it, honey, I was going to have so many experiences, be it food, people, love experiences. You know, one thing that I've always loved about, uh, again, with Woody Allen films, he creates a moment where people have love affairs and me being a, a romantic at, at my core, I love love. And I've always loved the idea of having like, you know, some brief love affair and be whifted away into the wind just mm. like i mean if you guys get the you chance just want a moment in time 
I want I want a moment in a few in yeah sure a moment in time that would be that was that was a stupid movie but I'm not gonna get on that but I do want a moment in time in real life okay I support it I I've had those before and I enjoy them actually I I enjoy it but I don't want that to be like my life like I don't want to like blink and I'm 40 and no shade to anyone who's 40 um because I'm sure you guys have a lot of wisdom in life to um share with us um, but I don't want to blink and be like, oh, I had several moments in time and that was it. You know what I mean? But I I also want several moments <laughs> in time. So I can like talk to like my grandchildren that I don't want. So I can like talk to them about like, oh, yeah, your grandfather, like back in the day, da, 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 I was out in in Petra. I, I went to Jordan for the summer and. You know, I, I, I met a man, <laughs> you know, just tell them, it's not your grandfather. And, you know, just like tell them these stories about, you know, I ate the food and I danced and I lived mm-hmm. and I loved and I experienced life and how they need to enjoy their journey as well. But you say like your grandchildren, you don't want. Oh, because I don't want kids, but that may change in like 20 years. But right now it's been it's been a hard no my entire life. But um, I have nieces. And then like as I've around more children, I'm. I don't know, like my ice heart is kind of melting a little bit, but I really don't want kids, especially like voice. We literally have a choice because we're not having sex with women. Exactly. Well, sometimes, I, uh, anyways, we're not going to get it. That's another topic, honey. But no, we as gay males, we do have a choice. We make the conscious decision to procreate and uh, we're spending some cash and dropping some bands like the kids would say. But you can do it the getaway too, though. Oh, I plan on having a basting party. You know how many lesbian friends I've had ask me for my spur? Honestly, just for like aesthetics. They just want it for aesthetics. And they're like, you don't even have to be involved unless you want to. See, I want to actually be involved in my child's life. Yeah. If I make the conscious decision to actually procreate, that's going to be between me and my partner. And we're going to actually like sit down and have have a conversation about that. I don't want to be like a a non-active parent just because... Somebody just like wants my sperm to have kids. Um, I don't know if I would do that. But you know what? Ask me five years. My my feelings might change. I might be like, I'm, this is a gift. I don't know. See, I want, I definitely want kids. I've wanted kids since I was a kid. Uh, yeah. Like, you know how little girls uh, dream about being moms when they're like little girls? So when you were a little girl, you dreamed about being a mom? Yeah, before I transitioned. Oh. Okay, so like, what about it? Is it like you just want a carbon copy of yourself, or do you want the opportunity to, um, quote unquote, get things right, or um, you just want to experience uh, raising another human? I do want the shallow aesthetics of having a carbon copy because everybody in my family looks the same, but. I think they'll be funny, but I also want to be the father that my dad was. And I want to be able to have that little son and like, you know, he'll be like my little buddy. That's how I always envisioned it. Like he'll be my little buddy, my little partner, and we'll look the same. We'll wear like the same outfits and shit. (laughs) And, you know, it will be that and I will love him and he'll love me. And then he'll carry on the name because we have a family name, you know. And he has to be the third. And 
he has to pass that on because oh, third, I hate it. So we're ending that shit right here. That's probably why I'm not having kids. I'm like, fuck it. We're passing that shit the fuck on, and he cannot get anything in a will unless he names his first son after him. Yes, I'm very much about that. Uh-uh, so wait, you can't have your kid and then like try to dictate how they how they live their life. Yes. I mean, you can, but I, my personal, I should, I should say that my personal beliefs are you should not have children and then try to dictate how they live their lives. Well, I only want him to just name his first son after him. What about the middle name? Is that acceptable? It has to be strictly after him and his other son can be named Jacob. Oh, okay. See, you know, come from good pedigree. <laughs> pedigree. You know, like a, like a prized dog, honey. Yes, like a, a, a good horse. Uh, but no, that's, I, I do want kids for that, but I do want to love my child and again, be what my dad was for me, which has been amazing. But I just want like my little miniature self and just, I think he'll be so cute <laughs> and fat. I just want a fat little baby. No, because what if he ends up on my 600 pound life and then you have to fly down to Houston so he can visit Dr. New so he can tell him about himself. So since he's going to look like me, he's going to also have my body type and the Heflins, we have very athletic body types. He can have his mama body type. You never know. He ain't. <laughs> okay. He might have his mama's wrist. Yeah, wrists are pretty. I actually like it. That's actually my favorite feature in guys. See, like I have my mom's legs and the older I get. Yeah, I asked him. No, I have my dad's ass. Oh, wow. Your dad has a nice ass. That's what attracted my mom to him. I see. Okay, okay. Not a heffler or not, but like I, I got my mom's legs and like, you know, a small little cleft in my nose. And the older I get, more freckles I get like her, which she has a face full of freckles. But I want a fat baby. Come on, fat baby. I used to love them fat babies on Amari, but I'm sorry. Because you like to get your, your guests drunk before we start recording. And I am long-winded so i go on tangents all the time so we did our eats we did our praise and we did our loves right mm -hmm. okay and that was for our international so just to add a little bonus round you guys uh what would you say would be your domestic eat pray love and of course starting off with your eat what would you probably go ahead and say Mm, I'm gonna have to take it to the south. Um, it'll have to be. Uh, I don't want to choose one. It's like Texas slash Louisiana, Texas because um, you know, there's a lot of like uh, I don't know. There are people from the south who don't consider that south because it's kind of like got this Tex-Mex Western mix going on. So I like that aspect of it. But then Louisiana, like I love the food. The, um, yeah, I love that. I love that food there. Uh, my dad's from Louisiana, and I just, I really love that cuisine. So it's, it's a mix for me. I can't give it to one. Texas, Louisiana. You got to pick one. Only one? Yes. That, I feel like I'm going to have a repeat then for my Eat, Pray, Love. But so what? All right, Louisiana then. Okay, I'll say the same thing. Uh, my mother's side, uh, we have from louisiana and 
I love some good old Creole food. I cook it all the time. And that's what's going to be served at my wedding, too, you guys. Oh, my gosh. You so good. Wedding planned? Yes, I've had my wedding planned since I was 13. Beautiful. Um, can I just say you have the most, I tell you this every single time I come to your place, you have the most amazing view. And it's not like one of those million dollar views, like these people who live up in the hills and they literally spend $5 million on a view. Like you didn't have to spend that. And you have just a beautiful view. You have all these natural light, all these windows, and you have at least 30 palm trees. And then your neighbor's beautiful fucking garden that you don't even have to pay for to see, which is absolutely gorgeous. A bomb ass view. It's a beautiful moment. Thank you. I call this place my treehouse. Yeah, I can see that. It's dope. You know, really cool treehouses, Costa Rica. I would love to see that. There's a treehouse that I have saved on my favorites, and I really would like to. I actually was supposed to go there for my 30th. I said this three years ago, and then I kept changing it. But um, COVID, so that's totally not happening this year. And tell the people when will your thirtieth be? Uh, next year, uh, July July twenty seventh of twenty twenty one will be my official thirtieth. I mean, it's this year, July twenty seventh of twenty twenty. But this is my um twenty nine again because this is the year that never happened. So we're just gonna skip past it, and then next year we're gonna resume. So it's gonna be his thirtieth this year. Next year this year 29 with child no 29 again 2020 happened 2020 is happening mm-hmm. we have to look at this again as me being a positive sagittarius we're naturally optimistic you but positive patties aggravation it's something about uh the simulation they're they're just putting all the all the simulation uh characters together and all the disasters like whoever is the puppets they're having a great time watching this bullshit. Oz. It's Oz. It's the wizard. Um, did you see someone made a meme about like, all right, now, you know, they about to crank that hurricane machine on Max because hurricane season is coming up. And yes, the, the powers that be they're about to crank that bitch up on Max for 2020. Hurricane season is going to be on Max. Again, these are things that naturally happen. But baby, they have been building up and you can't tell me 2020 <laughs> hurricane season ain't going to take out literally what they've been saying all the countries uh that are sitting across the coast with hurricanes tsunamis uh all the states the coastal states of course and again even with you know la and like southern california with the fire season it's gonna be on blast and i'm just gonna be trying to i'm ready for the apocalypse at this point (laughs) you're so prepared you ready to go home to glory i'm not no i'm not dying oh oh you're gonna survive I'm a survivor. So you've watched like Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and you're ready. I've watched plenty of things. Uh, and also grown up in a house with an extreme mother who prepared us for the apocalypse. We She prepared y'all for Revelations, the apocalypse as well. Well, Revelations is the apocalypse. I mean, yeah, but you're not supposed to. Okay, you're right. Because we, we, we're not about to go on a tangent. You're right. Yeah. Anywho. I'm ready for it, and I think that we're in the best area being in California. What? I'm right. No, my love language is physical touch. I'm fucking with you. (laughs) Well, I am right, but on that on that standpoint, yes. Anywho, I'm ready for all of the motherfucking shit. I'm I'm here for it. I think that we're in the best place for an apocalypse to happen. Being in Southern California, 
just because we have like all these mountain ranges and stuff plenty of places to hide Facts. and i also would take a boat over to the little islands that are right outside of the coast i'm gonna hide on catalina i I'm love dressed. i love catalina I haven't been yet. That was actually my original um, 4th of July plan was to uh, take the ferry over to Catalina. We were going to have a, um, you know, like a little picnic, but canceled. It's very tropical over there. Like the water is turquoise. Really? Yes. It's like Bahamas? It's very tropical. So so Bahamas? I've I've never been to the Bahamas, but I've been to Jamaica. And it's, it's giving you that. Okay. Catalina Island, you guys. Oh shit, I didn't know that. That's like okay. It's really nice. I need to go before the world ends. <laughs> you should. So okay. So Louisiana for both of our eats here domestically, and then what would you say would be your prey domestic? Mm, domestically, I, I I would choose so follow me, Sedona, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I know that's very specific because um, it gave you city and state. But um, I used to live in Phoenix for a few years and um, it's the desert out there. But I find it to be very peaceful. Sedona, Arizona um, has one of the most beautiful sunsets in America. Follow me. I know this sounds crazy. It's the same sun. The sunset's mm-hmm. different. It looks different in different cities. It burns different in different cities. It just is how it is. Like Santorini, Greece has the most beautiful sunset internationally, my opinion. Mm-hmm. And domestically, Sedona, Arizona has the most beautiful, beautiful purple mountain majesties. You see the you see the the mountains, it's cotton candy skies, but the land is peaceful there. Um they have lots of natives out there and um uh what do you, what do they do? What's the drug? I don't know if you call it the drug, but I'm peyote. Oh, peyote. I was going to say ayahuasca. Isn't that internationally, though, like over in like Australia and stuff, they do the ayahuasca? Ayahuasca ayahuasca is going to be extremely popular in the Amazon. So definitely over in Brazil and stuff. Okay. Uh, peyote over here. Like these natives, they do the same shit, basically. Um, the shaman mm-hmm. does the ritual. He mixes up the stuff. You drink it. You go on a vision quest. Uh, you see the spirit animal. You follow it. It gives you some insight on your life and all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, I would have to do mine out in Ari- I would have to do mine out in Arizona and um, just be one with nature and the desert and one with our people and the land. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like Sedona actually is a popular spot for people to go uh, come into like their center self and everything. So that's not, you know, out the norm or, you know, anything weird so that's i think for white women yeah maybe when white people are like searching for themselves and stuff yeah oh There's a lot of retreats and stuff out there so no black people go out there uh yeah the this this new generation is very a bit i love this new generation and i know they were like licking toilet seats and like eating pod the pods the tide pods and shit like that but this new generation i i really really i really enjoy this new generation because they're just so open <laughs> you mean you mean gen z, z. whatever I, I don't know what they call it because they keep changing the names of 
generation. Either they're Gen Z or they call themselves Zoomers, which I think is cute, but I hate I I hate them. Zoomers. Okay, yeah, yeah. So those kids, those are the ones who do the TikToks and they eat Tide Pods and they lick toilet seats and shit. Um, but they also march. You know what I mean? And they also I don't like that whole I'm not my ancestors. Like I kind of feel weird about that when they say that, but I also get it because it's like I'm not my ancestors, but I will beat your ass. You know, like so I, I like this new generation because they they fight and I feel like they're gonna really um, start the seed of change. I don't think we're gonna have the change that we want to see overnight or even in our lifetime. But I think um, the next generation, because the oldest people right now who are running this shit are in their 70s and 80s, they're gonna fucking die. And then the people behind them still have their ways, you know, like mm-hmm. the boomers and stuff like it. Some of them, they, they, a lot of them still have their ways. So when they, when they die, then it'll be our generation. And then the Z zoomers, the kids underneath them, those kids are going to be the ones that create new legislation. They create change in this country and around the world. And they're going to be the ones that be like, who gives a fuck about what you look like, which bathroom you use, how you pee, how you identify xyz people are people i think it's going to happen within the next 100 150 years i see it happening it's definitely happening before that like we're in the rise no because as millennials we are the best generation just because we grew up old school but (laughs) also new school so we have what gen z's have but we also have what their parents have and I would say mine would be New York City. And as chaotic as it sounds. It does sound chaotic. You're going to pray. Your prayer is going to be. You're going to go to New York to find your spirituality. So for anyone who doesn't know, like I love a night walk and I've been doing it since I was a kid. And literally the fact that, like I mentioned earlier, where my mind is an intersection of thoughts, I find peace and strategically placing those thoughts and plans uh when i'm taking a night walk i take that opportunity to connect with myself i love the nighttime the nighttime has like a different smell the breeze in the air it's going to hit differently and for that reason i'm able to you know focus a little bit better and and like i said i'm able to plot and strategize and just like talk outside my head um, but I would love to do that out in New York. And I got to do that when I was in New York last year where, you know, I just, I love the city. I'm a, I grew up in the suburbs, but I'm a city lover. So walking around just like all that life and just the buildings and it has to be a night of course, but I would just have the best night walks in New York. I just, ugh, I just can feel it in my bones. Would you live there? You know, I thought when I was a kid, when I was planning out my wedding as a 13-year-old girl, <laughs> I used to say that I was going to move to L.A. at 18, and uh, I would stay in L.A. until I was about 27, 28, meet my future husband around 29. Wow, you had it all planned out. I did. And then I would fall in love, and we would move to San Francisco and for about a year. And then at 31, 32, I would move to New York. Are you on track? Mm, no. I could have. Okay, so this is the way it could have worked. I could have very well met my future husband 
uh, at that age. But I mean, we don't choose that. We do, but we don't. True. We don't. We don't know exactly for sure, but again, I'm a hopeless romantic and I think that it could have happened. You never know. I think they'll be beautiful, but of course I didn't move out to LA at 18. I did uh, wait until I was 22, which I'm glad I did because LA has nothing for you under 21. Like that's just, you can't go anywhere. So we'll see exactly what happens, whatever, but I love California too much, like as a state to ever move. And I definitely love LA as a city and the surrounding areas and stuff. So listen, when I tell you New York is a, a whole 180 different vibe. Cause you're from New Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Yeah. Which part of New Jersey? I'm from North New Jersey. Is that like it's section? It's like, it's like, you know, you have your North, you have your central and South central really doesn't get a whole lot of love. But like you have Northern Jersey and um, you have South Jersey. Um, so like the two major cities there, like I'm from Newark originally. So um, that's the largest city in the state. It's on the northern part of um, New Jersey. And then you have Trenton. Both of them are like not really great cities. And Trenton is on the south, southern part. So like one's closer to New York and the other is closer to uh, Philadelphia. So it's... Newark and not Newark. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's so anyone who's from there, you pronounce it as Newark, like N O R K. But when you read it, it's spelled Newark, like New, like Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like Newark, but I've never, I've never said it that way. It's always been Newark, like N O R K. Well, I'll call it Newark. Yeah, I mean that's how you say it. That's how it's pronounced. See, I would say Newark. But I'll call it Nork. That's how everyone reads it. But yeah, that's nah, it's Nork. Like that's that's similar to uh, cities or uh, was it streets? Uh, Wilshire, but of course, like I would say Wilshire. Wilshire, right? Or in um, New York City, you have um, Houston. It's spelled Houston. Hmm. So as soon as you say Houston, everyone knows that you're visiting hmm. immediately. Interesting. I'm glad I'm learning these new things. Like, yeah, it's like on East House, Houston Street. You're like, it's Houston. <laughs> it's like, that's bitch. the only time people get pretentious over there because, like, New York people are like not pretentious. Like, that's such an LA thing. But over there, they're like, it's Houston. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that in mind. So, okay. So, New York. And then, what would your love, your domestic love be? Mm, like people are probably gonna like rip me for it it's gonna be texas it's gonna be texas i love me some texas i know it's so weird but i feel like they got all the fine ass men there i definitely think i i definitely met a love of my life there like one of the greatest loves of my life there um we are no longer together Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm just like drawn to that place so i definitely think yeah, my love would be there. Um, it's a massive state, so there's so many major cities, and they all have a different spice. One sweet, one spicy, one salty, and one sour. So it's like, mm. you know, um, you choose what you want, and you can find something there. Yeah. Okay. I love Texas, too. You know, I went to college there. That is my second home, and I am an honorary Texan. And I say that because I 
I made the choice to move to Texas. Like I'm originally from Michigan, but I love Michigan. I love my state. It's gorgeous and beautiful and green and everything and flat as fuck and cold. Uh, but I made the choice to actually move to Texas and fell in love with the state, the culture, the people are just so sweet. I don't care. So sweet and racist, but they sweet though. See, I never experienced any racism in Texas. Not saying it what? doesn't exist. What? I'm lighter than you and I've experienced racism there. That's crazy. Well, you're probably, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, again, it's a southern state. It's a red state. Almost purple, though. We're about to see it. It is purple. It's, it's definitely purple. Because when, you, when we talk about those four majors, three of them are fucking blue. Mm-hmm. Get ready, Donald Trump. We're coming for you. Uh, so, as as Republican led as Texas is, and problematic and racist, I have never experienced that. And again, that's my own personal experience. But I know it has definitely happened, of course. But I just I love that state, and I love the fact that you know the whole "don't mess with Texas," you know, feel. I like that shit, but. I would say that my love would be San Francisco, California, because that is one of the places I've always wanted to go since I was a kid. And my second love. You love that damn city. I love that city. I have to go there with you. Like, I've only visited before, but not for exterior, not for like a long period of time for work. Like, I've only went there for work and never for fun. And um, I don't have anything negative to say about the city, but it didn't, like, I didn't latch to it. When do you want to go? Um, is it open right now or soon? It's open. I actually was going to drive to San Diego this weekend. That's south. You're talking about going north. I know, but I mean, I fucking switched to motherfucking San Francisco. I mean, I love San Diego, so let me know when you go to San Diego. I'll go there with you. <laughs> well. I love San Diego. Let's go to San Diego. No, like legit. Like I was going to drive. Good, I have so many good eats in San Diego. Yeah, let's go to San Diego. I'm actually down there. When you going? This weekend. Oh. It's still up in the air, y'all. I don't plan shit. I had I have ideas. I'm not a nine to fiver, so you know, like weekends don't really work for me. But I'm off. Son, I'm off on Monday. Well, shit, we might have to do that then. Like, that's fine. I might be able to do Sunday. I might be able to do Sunday. You can swing Sunday. I might be able to swing Sunday. Okay, well, let's look into that because. I wanted to go to San Diego this weekend. It it's not as warm as it was last week, but I don't give a shit. It's still warm nonetheless. But uh, yeah, I would say San Francisco would be my love for sure. And again, my second love was there, and I just I was just uh, it was amazing. I I cry every time I'm in San Francisco. Oh, it's so beautiful. Sleepless in oh wait, why am I thinking sleepless in Seattle? It's not San Francisco, two different cities. Um, question, did you ever watch that series on HBO called Looking? I sure did. <laughs> did you? I did, and I loved it. All my, um, so my, my friends, um, majority of my friends are black, obviously, but um, they get mad at me because I've never seen Noah's Ark, but I watched <gasps> Looking. I don't know, I know, I know, and I have the Apple TV, so I'm going wa- to watch um, Noah's Ark because um, my, my best friend, has he gave me his Apple TV login, and he bought Noah's Ark, and he keeps telling me to watch it. No, I'm gonna get into it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it at some point. If well, I can download it on my iPad, then maybe I'll do that so I can like watch it at work. 
you can now of course uh noah's ark isn't going to give you or looking is not going to give you what noah's ark is going to give you because looking is definitely a full drama gay you know white uh and some token non-white right anywho but it's san francisco and i love it and i just i know all the streets and i just get nostalgia from seeing it but noah's ark is going to give you more of a comedic some somewhat drama you know but it's going to give you very light heart uh terrible fashion terrible fashion so sharply worse than that and but it's it's gay and black and it's very old world you know mid or not the mid but uh the early 2000s fashion for gays okay so yeah it's get ready for that it's something but they're not the same at all but definitely get into Noah's Ark uh they're supposed to be having a reunion soon actually I saw I heard I seen it on social media and I'm like I need to watch this damn show because I'm like so behind how many seasons was it Three. Oh, okay, that's easy. I can do that. And the episodes are like nineteen minutes. Okay, I totally can do that. So, like, I want you to do that's this. Awesome. Like, this is your homework starting this weekend. I will. I promise. Please. I promise you. Okay. Anywho, so you guys, we have got to explain what our Epre loves were. You know, I think that we got to learn some new things about each other. And of course, you guys got to learn some things about myself and of course, Javi. And whenever you get the chance, please take the time to sit down, think about where would your international and your domestic e love. And of course, because I do have a lot of listeners, which is surprising over in Egypt, yeah, I checked my metrics and I have like a big following in Egypt. Oh, Egypt? Yeah, so Egypt. Hey Cairo. Yeah, so I, I, I can't wait to visit you guys. We're gonna visit you very soon. So rather you're in another country or in America, whatever, I don't care. Figure out your domestic, eat pray love, but also your international and let me know what you think i'm excited to hear about it and uh like i say anything else you would like to add before we end our eat pray love episode javi didn't you send me something about friends with benefits or was that a totally different show that was gonna be a different one. Oh my bad we'll edit that out well no no um i think the show was very informative it's funny how we align a lot on our um e pray loves but i'm also not surprised in the i'm not surprised at all by that yeah me either so again we'll we'll just have to vacation together but uh yeah you guys definitely take the time to listen to the show let me know exactly what your feedback is and i want to hear stories about your e pray love and tell me a reason why like give me give me some some meat you know i love the meat anywho uh have a great week and thank you for tuning in to nude radio say bye javi bye (laughs) bye